the topic given to me is found there. In the recent years, the world has been experiencing and undergoing very harsh economic depression. The world has been battling against this problem. But it appears 
that the the, the solution is not in sight. The afternoon I am teaching. And as I teach and I prophesy, when I prophesy, if I, if you, if you are willing, if you are willing, then you key into it. And I believe you are willing. Both Christians and non-Christians are still fighting the battle of this global economic but as christians our perspective of this of, of this uh, situation must not be the same as it is in the secular world the reason is this. We are serving a God who is the possessor of heaven and earth. That is God we are serving. He has, is the possessor of heaven and earth. He has the ability to change uh, drought to heaven, uh, heavy rainfalls to turn the desert to a pool of water he has the ability to turn a period of famine to food surplus just in a moment of time he did it in the time of Elisha Elisha prophesied it he said tomorrow tomorrow this will happen this will happen and uh, that unbelieving officer he said ah, Elisha, Elisha please stop that that's too much that's too much that's too much he said, even, even if God would open the windows of heaven, that cannot happen. But Elisha told him, it will happen. You will see it. But you will not taste of it. It did happen. I'm asking you. Did it happen? It happened. Amen. So we are serving a God who can do the impossible. He sent, he sent a bird to Elijah, to Elijah, prophet Elijah to feed him during the time of famine. When Jesus Christ was here, the son of God, there was a time when there were others of people before him, multitudes of people, 5,000 people, 5,000 men with besides uh, women and children. The Lord Jesus Christ fed them with five loaves and two fish. And there was a, a, a leftover of uh, twelve baskets. Why? Because God, our God is able to change situations. And the circumstances. He's 
able to change situations and circumstances. She said, I am the Lord. I do not change. So I prophesy to your life that your sufficiency, your, your insufficiency, will turn to sufficiency. In the name of Jesus. In this new era, in the gospel faith mission international, your insufficiency will turn to sufficiency. You're not enough. Will turn to more than enough. Amen. Amen. It will happen if you have faith in God. Amen. All we need to know as people of God who are the heirs of God we should focus on the dictates of the world around us. Economic meltdown and farming are not strange to this world. They've been happening before we were born. And the people of God have weathered through. Yes. Because they believed in God. And that God is the God whom you and I are serving. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, in such a situation like this, our focus should not be on what is going on. That, that, that does not mean that we should ignore or deny the reality of it. No, no, no. We know that there is such a thing is happening in the world. But our God is still in position, I mean in control. That's what we have to, we have to know. If you want to live your life according to what is going on in the world, there is no time when you will not be living under fear. Yes, sometimes even you can have a dream that you are dead already. And uh, if care is not taken, oh, you'll be running at a skeleton. But what you are going to say to the, to the Lord is that, well, by the grace of God, God has said, I'm not dying now. So, we should not live our life as people, as unbelievers. The reason why we are believers is because we know God. We believe a God who controls every situation. Amen. Amen. Uh, the topic of uh, this, uh, this message is robots. You know that very well. And it has to do uh, by, uh, by it has to do with an event that happens in the life of Isaac, the son of Abraham. During a famine that hit that land in those days, that moved him to go to uh, Abimelech. The king of the Philistines in Gera. There the Lord appeared to him and said to Isaac God told him Isaac dwell in this land he said there the Lord appeared to him and said do not go to Egypt 
live in the land of which I shall tell you. The problem with our youth now is that they want to leave Nigeria at all by, 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 all, by all means. But then, not any, any one of them that goes there make it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So that, that's the problem. He said, God said, it is the usual thing for them to go, I mean, to, to, to go to Egypt when they have something like that. And God told him, Isaac, stay here. Dwell in this land. And I will be with you. Said, Dwell in this land. And I will build with you. I will be with you. And bless you. Amen. He said, I will be with you and bless you. Brethren, in this global economic situation or meltdown, unless God otherwise directs you, stay in this Nigeria. Did you hear that? Stay in this Nigeria. Amen. And God will bless you. Amen. I know many of you want to go to the overseas. But when they tell you what is there, wouldn't like to go. I asked many of many of our people that have gone there. After three, after three years, you them, how do you see this country? Ah. It's hard. <laughs> Ah, well, but if you were told before you came, would you believe it? He said, No, I, I won't believe it. All of them, no one had ever told me that he would, that he would believe. And one thing we want to know there are places we have, I mean, people are fleeing to. Certain people made it what it is now. And it was not easy by that by the time they were starting. To what I'm saying is this unless God otherwise advise or directs you. Do your work. Stay in this Nigeria. And my God will bless you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And if you want to go, let God direct you. Let God direct you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now we see the obedience of, um, of Isaac. He stayed there. The famine was there. But he, he listened to God. God told him. There was no written Bible. And he, does, he did not see God. Yes. I want to tell you that. Isaac did not see God. But God spoke to him. Amen. Before I came to I mean, What prompted me to take the full time ministry? I shared it. 
God spoke to me. I had the audible voice. But I didn't see that God. So the same way he spoke to the people. He had what I um, Isaac had what God said. And he obeyed. Let me tell you. If you want to be blessed by God. Obedience is an essential requirement. And that is where many of us fail. You must know something. God does not think as we think. No, 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 no. He doesn't look as we look. His ways are quite different from our ways. Sometimes when God lives, you think that I mean, I mean, in human perspective, this doesn't make sense. Sometimes common sense doesn't work with faith. So God told him, He told him, You just stay where you are, and I will bless you here. Whether whatever whatever blessing we are looking for, I have not seen any good blessing that God doesn't have. Stay where you are. So the first thing I want you to note here is obedience. Many of us know what God wants us to do, but we fail to do it. We fail to do it. And if you don't fail, if you fail to do it, God will not bend to your own idea. Because you cannot be wiser than God. He told the, the man, stay here. Don't be. And I will bless you. And God renewed the uh the promise he has made to his father. I am extending that promise to you. And all the descendants of Abraham. And then the man Isaac in that land began to prosper. And he continued prospering until he became very prosperous. The Bible tells us that he had possessions of servants, of flocks, and possessions of herds, and a great number of servants. And so the Philistines began to envy him. Amen. Hallelujah. How can a man like that, a stranger for that matter, a foreigner, became so prosperous, greater than his hosts? And the people began to envy him. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Isaac, the reason is this Isaac did not focus on the farming that was going on. He didn't he stood on what God told him. He knew the God of his father. That he cannot fail him. Yes. And he, he knew that God, whatever God said, he was able to perform it. 
So he remained different among the Philistines. They had nothing to eat. But in his own camp, there was food. But I want to tell you something later about that. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Uh, in this season of global recession, and because we are a new era in the gospel it is important for us to by faith focus on the ability of God ability of God God can do what our God is able to do Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Our, our God is able to save us our God is able to save us and the Bible also tells us that God is able God is able to raise children out from stones Yes, did you? I, I, I think you haven't you read it, that, that in your Bible? Haven't you read that in the Bible? John said it. John, 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 John the Baptist said it. He said, You people saying, Well, we are the children of Abraham, but God is able to raise children out of this stone. What I'm saying is that you must, you must rest and focus your attention on the ability of God. The Bible says that God, God, our God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we, all we ask or think according to his power that works in us. Excuse me. Now, but you have to, you have to take note of that power. What power is working in you? Is it Hallelujah. Like I told you, uh, you uh, this, it doesn't mean that you should deny the reality of the economic meltdown. But it's not going to affect me. It's not going to inflict me. In Genesis chapter 20, uh, verse 8, chapter 8, verse 22. Genesis God says, While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, and day and night shall not cease. Amen. Niwe bati, aye yowa, igba irupi, ati igba ikore, igba otutu, ati oru, igba erun, ohun ojo, ati osan ati oru, ki yo dekon. In this economic meltdown, you know, alright, you don't you will sow a rip bumper harvest. What you confess, is what you possess. Sometimes when you are going to, um, Aswani market. When you are going to Aswani market. If when you, 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 to sell your wares. So that's not our job. Say, well, this time people are not buying anything. They don't buy. 
They're just going there like that. Of, of course, already you have you have caused yourself that you are not going to sell. But you must believe. What one of us says. The seed time and the harvest must must continue. Others may not sell. But you will serve. Because you are a child of God. Amen. I mean, I'm telling uh, the problem I have seen among us. A lot of us are faithless. Faithless. Yes. That's what is troubling us. We're faithless. faithless. We, don't, we, we don't just take God at his word. That is the problem. And uh, <laughs> The Bible says, without faith. The Bible does not say it is not easy. It says, it is impossible to please God. Amen. Amen. So I want, I want, to, I want, I want, I want you to, I want you to, to, to learn what faith is. An act of faith. The reason why many of us cannot give to the Lord is because we are faithless, but because most of us are not so, I mean, we don't have enough faith. So, this man, Isaac, Isaac, obeyed God. Not only that, he believed God. If you want to be blessed, you must obey God. You must believe God. Because if you are not believing God, if God says something and you doubt it, it means you are making God a liar. And the Bible tells us that the only thing that is impossible for God to do is to lie. He can't tell lies. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Then the man began to prosper. In the midst, in the midst, in the midst of famine. During the season of famine, the man began to prosper. In a foreign land. If Isaac would, for, I mean, pros, would prosper in a foreign land, why can't you? Why can't you, as a child of God, prosper in the land of your nativity? Yes. Yeah. Why can't you prosper in the land of your nativity? That's no reason. Amen. Amen. If only, but if you are faithless, and if you are dancing to the tune of what is going on in the world, then you, I mean, you, you continue to dance with them. Since the emergence of the economic or the global economic meltdown, what I have been preaching and maintaining my life on is that. This time, I must prosper. This time, the Gospel Faith Mission International will, bring, will begin to prosper. That has, been my, that has been my belief. And let me tell you, I have been doing things that I had never done before the economic uh, meltdown. 
ohun ti mo tin wa asure ti mo tin gbadura irin pe emi yo ma ni oro si iyan ni o iyan wa bi ko si iyan emi yo ma ni oro si pe emi ati ijo yi ijo le ti gbagbo a ma ni oro si je ki wa so fun yin awon ti mi o le gbe se tetele mo tin gbe won se lati gba yi wa well if you don't believe it i believe it to ba gbagbo ni gbagbo if you don't believe god believe believes it to ba gbagbo olorun gbagbo because I, I i act on faith and nearly every day i said to god god you prospered isaac tori igbagbo mi ni pe ojo oju mo ni mo so fun ogo oluwa eyin le je ki isaac ko ni oro you prospered isaac eyin le je ki isaac ko ni oro time of famine ni igba iyan yes be ni i must prosper emi na budo ni oro amen amen praise the lord hallelujah amen amen but the bible tells us ni pe so fun pe that when this man began to prosper and when they saw the, the Philistines saw i mean his prosperity they began to envy him why not why not and a foreigner who is here they came to him and said no you have to go you have to move, move away from us because you are greater than us and that is the challenge of prosperity you find that in, in verse 14b one of the inevitable um, challenges of prosperity is envy if you prosper and you move above your colleagues you be envied why not and Abimelech said to Isaac go away from us for you are much mightier than we that was an act of God so if you are if you are a little bit elevated above your colleagues you'll be envied it's natural it's normal but because you are with god you are a majority amen i mean so that's that's no that's no problem amen i mean god bless god bless you anywhere you are Anytime. but you have to obey and you have to believe him praise the lord hallelujah you must be diligent also in your career and business god is not lazy let me tell you something i've discovered that many of me several of our people are lazy yes god does not bless a lazy man Abraham was not a lazy, was not a lazy person. Abraham was not a lazy Abraham had more than 300 servants. Abraham Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can a lazy man have um, uh, uh, 300 uh, servants? No. It's, it's not possible. Abraham was not lazy. Abraham was not lazy. Isaac was not lazy. Jacob was not lazy. So God is not lazy. But when you are diligent in your career business, I want to tell you, I prophesy that even if you are in a foreign land, you will prosper. 
when you are representing God there, we will prosper in the name of Jesus Christ. Because God's spirit is in you. And God is everywhere. That is the difference we have between uh, idol worshippers and uh, we who worship God. Praise the Lord. Let's see the extent of um, the attacks of the Philippines against Isaac. In verses 17 and 22. The Bible says, because when they say, please, leave this place. He said, well, Isaac departed from there and dwelt in the valley of Gera. Verses 17. In the time of the farming, Isaac began to dig the well which Abraham his father had dug and which the envious Philistines had closed. He then called them by the name which his father Abraham had called them. Verse 18. Isaac's servants dug the um, in the valley and found a running water and the husband of, of Gera quarreled with Isaac's servants and said the water is ours and Isaac was a gentleman read your, read your bible throughout you never find a, a place where he fought Oh, no. no, no. Even uh, Abraham, his father, fought. Yes, but when Lot was taken captive, he went about to battle. I mean, his fighting was, was legitimate. Yes. But this was where was the gentleman? Well, when they dug that, when they dug that, um, that water, that well, and found the found running water, they said. It is ours. Then Isaac, as a gentleman, left the well and called it what? Isaac. Nibati won't buy that pay. Oh, me, it's one. Abraham and Isaac can be any or two, two. Oh, Kuombe, what's it? Perukobeni, Isaac. Which means quarrel. That they quarrel with him. You can remember, you can be expecting that. When you are blessed, people will fight you. But because God is behind and the author and initiator of your blessing, He will, will also support you. Isaac dug another well. The Philistines also quarreled with him. He left it. So he called his name Sitna, which means enmity. Enmity. So when you are, when you prosper, you know that you have enemies. It's inevitable. You must have them. But God backing you, He will not leave you alone. Amen. Amen. The man Isaac was never tired, so he moved from that place and dug another well, and they did not quarrel over it. Then you are going to 
So he called it Rehoboth. Which is the very topic of this message this afternoon. It literally means spaciousness. Spaciousness. Hallelujah. Amen. And a large place. And that is why I said, For now, the Lord has made room for us, and we shall be fruitful in the land. Lovely, we pray. I want you to know that Isaac never gave up. Isaac. Isaac. Never gave up. He continued. We normally say a quitter never wins. And a winner never quits. But we don't do it. We don't, we don't translate it into action. 